listening to the Hyper Growth Podcast. Leveling up in life, business, sales, marketing, and mindset. And now, here are your hosts, Brian and Sebastian. What is up, everybody? Yo. Guys, this is going to be a great, great uh, episode today on the podcast. This is probably also going to be up on YouTube. Um, So today, we're going to be talking about why you should and why you should not start a digital marketing agency. So if you guys have maybe been hearing about starting an agency or you're thinking about it, this is going to clear the air on so many thoughts that you might be having right now. Um, So guys, we're going to just jump straight into it. So we're going to start with why you shouldn't start a digital marketing agency. So um, dude, you want to get us kicked off? Yeah, dude. Um, there's going to be a lot of different types of people listening, watching this, and, uh, this, we're going to be covering this like as broad strokes and there's obviously nuances to this as a disclaimer. So this is going to be kind of general. We'll get more specific on certain points, but the number one reason you should not start a marketing agency is if you're looking for fast money and money's the only motive. Let me give you an example. If you're making less than $70,000, $80,000 a year right now working a corporate job, it's most likely due to the fact that you don't have skills or talents or abilities that warrant you making that level of money. And that's also going to become true as you become an entrepreneur. And the people that struggle the most are the ones that say, dude, I need money by this date, so I'm going to start a marketing agency. Because business doesn't always work that way and people can feel your energy right energy is a science it has feeling it has flow and so if your only goal was starting a business if that's the only reason you're doing it is to make money i promise you people will feel that right i mean like think back dude sebastian can you think back to a time where you've been around somebody and you can tell dude that all they care about is money that's their only motive and yeah. like For the people listening, think about somebody in your life that's like that and think about if you enjoy being around that person. Yeah, 100%, man. Spot on. It's uh, kind of interesting. You know, they they talk about how whatever it is you want in life, the more you actively chase it, more often than not, the less you actually get of it. So whether it be happiness that you're chasing or you're chasing – some form of pleasure, you know, in a form of external something outside of yourself, or in this case, if it's money, right, the more you actively only look for that thing, the less you actually, you know, get of it. That's why people say, you know, focus on the process, have goals that are process oriented, not result oriented. We could talk about that on another episode. But essentially, you want to focus on doing the thing, not chasing the outcome. Because if all you do is chase the outcome, then you're not focused on what you actually need to be doing to get there. And it, hence, in turn, you're never really going to get there. So it's kind of like a catch 22. It's like you get into something for money. And so all you do is chase it, but then you never get it. It's like almost like a kind of a mind twist, but uh, yeah, man. So that's, that's uh, reason number one, why you should not start an agency. Um, let's get into reason number two, guys. This is so, so important. And I love talking about this. So guys, and Brian, I know is going to go crazy on this one. If you haven't built your skill set as a person, now I'm going to explain what this means, then you should not start a digital marketing agency. So if you are just out in the world, right, maybe you're in school or maybe 
haven't really done much. Like you haven't made an active effort to go and work, to get a job, to build your skill sets, whether that be sales experience, marketing experience, your communication skills, whatever it is, building up yourself. Because remember, the greatest asset in your business is what something uh, that Brian and I's mentor taught us is you. You are the greatest asset. So if you're not building yourself, investing in yourself, then you should not start an agency. You should not be in the business world talking to other business owners. If you're you as an asset, you, you haven't been built up yet. You have no value, right? No value in the marketplace. So dude, uh, wrap about this stuff. Cause I know you want to go in. Yeah, dude. I mean like it's frustrating because I'll get people all the time that are like, dude, Brian, like, how did you get so good at sales? How did you learn to communicate so well? Like, dude, you're only 21. I, I turned 22 in, uh, in two weeks, but dude, you're only 21. Like how, how have you been able to do this? Sebastian, like you're only 21. How do you know about marketing? How do you know? Like, do we get these questions all the time? And what nobody sees is this, right? And so like, for me, my, our stories are super different, but for me, dude, like I went and served a two year mission for my church where for like two years, all I did is knock on people's doors and talk to strangers. Like, I probably talked to on average 20 unique strangers every single day for like two years, right? So I had that under my belt, came back from that missionary experience. First thing I did is get a sales job. I sold window cleaning for six months and I did so well doing door-to-door -door window cleaning. I was like the top of the company within my first two months, I think, and just crushed it. Um, then I got a job working for Pinterest doing marketing and sales for them. And dude, I was one of the top reps on the floor for the whole year that I was there. And I would get to work at 6 a.m. and legitimately not leave till 6 p.m. Because I was obsessed at being the best on the floor, right? And so, and then you couple that with the fact that, dude, what, what would the number be now? I, like, we've spent somewhere over 50 grand in the last six months on coaches and mentors yeah. like I have an energy coach, I have a mindset coach, I have business coaches, I have sales coaches. Like I have like forced myself to level up in life. And so because of all those experiences I've just mentioned, like it's inevitable that I have skills, right? And then we get somebody that comes in, dude, and like they're like, Yeah, I'm 21 years old. I went to college for three years, I studied business. I've never really had a good job. Um, I've read like one book and uh, yeah, I'm entitled to make six figures as an entrepreneur. I think that's what I'm entitled to. Mm, dude, that is heavy. And that's honestly something that would probably uh, require an entire podcast episode is just the idea of entitlement and why it's pretty much ru ruining society altogether. But yeah, man, spot on. Like you cannot enter this game of business, whatever, whether it's an agency, whatever it is, if you're not improving you, right? You just can't, it just doesn't work. Okay. So don't yeah. start agency if you've done nothing and you're not making an effort to do something. Um, next, if you have no marketing and sales experience, dude, this is all you, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, it just goes back to the last point about entitlement, right? I mean, like at the end of the day, dude, I don't even think like, I definitely believe I'm entitled to make seven figures because we're on track to do that. But I don't really think I'm entitled or like deserve to make eight figures yet in a year. Do you? No, not at all. Dude, I don't think we've gotten there yet. I think we still have too much to learn. Yeah, there's right? levels, there's levels to it, man. 
And so we, because you and I are super realistic about that, we don't get caught up in bullshit. And yeah. so on the inverse, most people, dude, what do they chase? Like this whole like six figure dream. Mm-hmm. I want to make six figures. I want to make six figures. But dude, to be frank, like they don't, they don't deserve to make six figures. Taylor Welch and Chris Evans just had a good podcast about entitlement and how you always get what you deserve in life. And to be frank, like most people don't deserve to make six figures. Like at the end of the day, you're going to get paid what you're worth to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, like for, for you, what do you think were some of the pivotal transitions that you and I had to make to become worth six on then seven figures? Yeah, that's a good question, man. I mean, honestly, I have to start with before you and I even started working together. You know, this is, uh, it's funny because we were just talking about this recently. It, it still blows my mind the way a lot of people are operating right now and they're trying to get into this game of business because when I, it's basically a lot of you guys know my backstory. I left school, you know, a couple months, didn't know what the hell I was going to do with my life, ended up getting my first real job, which was a sales job, which is very deliberate. I got a sales job for a reason because I knew it would benefit me greatly. Um, and guys, during that time of doing sales for a gym, I was like a freaking a, a madman, like a pit bull every single day. Was I putting a lot of effort into the sales job? Yes. I needed to make money, get some good cla- uh, cash flow under my belt and experience. But during that time, I did not, I barely slept. Like I didn't rest until I found something that worked. And all that throughout all that time, I was trying to build a business you know, in a variety of ways, just nonstop, again, almost like borderline psychopathic level. Maniacal. Literally, yeah, 100%. Like a lot of athletes talk about how you have to have this almost psychotic level of obsession with your craft. And that's how you must be in this game if you want to make it to the top and actually do something, right? So honestly, man, it's just that level of, of hunger, of, of refusing to settle for anything less. Because if you just kind of nonchalantly want to enter this game and it's like, eh, if it happens, it happens. If not, it's a, you're going you're gonna to die. Like somebody else, I don't know, don't know what the quote is, but it's like someone else out there is working harder than you. And when you two meet, you are going to lose. And it's that same idea in business, man. So a lot of yeah, it is, man, you know. this, is a, this is kind of a good liaison into the next point. But why do you think, this is kind of an interesting topic. Why do you think you and I had such like a natural aggression towards more whereas most people just don't seem to have that or do they have that and it just takes them a long time to uncover it yeah i I think we'll both have interesting perspectives on this for sure man that's a great question so i'm gonna get like a little vulnerable here so for me one of the biggest things that i fear is leaving this earth and not leaving a legacy leaving this earth and having nothing that's going to continue to live on while i'm gone and so every single day one of the things that absolutely just burns deep inside me is whatever I do, I must be building a legacy. And so from the second I left school, I knew, didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't know specifically how I was going to do it. And I'm still, we're still figuring that out. But I knew I had this deep, deep, deep desire to build something huge and and really leave a legacy um, for my life. So that's, for me, that's a big thing, man. Do, Do you think part of it comes from the fact that like, you literally kind of, dude, like grew up at rock bottom, right? Like there was moments in your youth where like you couldn't, couldn't really get too much lower than where you were at. Do you think part of like that ecosystem that you were in, like at a very young age, you recognized the fact that like, I do not want my life to be like this and I have to do incredible things. Like, 
do you think that that was a catalyst for you to like uh, awaken uh, Tony Robbins calls it like awakening the giant within like do you think that had something to do with it for sure 100% man if it's funny because I was talking to uh I was actually talking to my mom about that the other day and uh I was like telling her how at no point did I ever feel like I was less than other people like uh-huh. all the struggles that I went through never did it deflate me all it ever did was inject jet fuel into my quote-unquote plane like that's all it ever did. Like it only made me hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. So yeah, man, 100% spot on. Yeah, dude. I think like, cause my upbringing was so opposite. Right. But I think the underlying principle here is obviously like we're all spiritual beings as human beings here on earth and uh, whatever like coin, whatever term you want to coin, like spiritual, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Obviously as humans, we have a spirit. We're, and I think everybody, dude, at some point in life, hopefully, should be able to recognize that they have incredible potential. And I, I don't think it's so much in terms of like entrepreneurship or building a business, like could be about art, it could be about music, it could be about painting, it could be about um, humanitarian work, it could, it could translate itself in a lot of different ways. But at some point, human beings, we, we have a point in our lives where we recognize that our potential is so much more than what we we're taught that it is. Right. So for you and I, that potential lines up with business and, and things related to business. Cause for me, dude, I grew up in like a, like a frankly, like a million dollar house. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was crazy about it. And I think part of it is cause I, my dad's a stud and he worked really hard, but as a teenager, I kind of looked at like business and I was like, well, that seems pretty easy. Like it doesn't, doesn't seem that complicated. And I was kind of an overachiever as a youth in a lot of aspects. And so as I got older, I realized really quickly, like, Oh my goodness, if I work harder, if I study harder and if I perform at a higher level, I will do better than people around me. Mm -hmm. And I'm a pretty naturally competitive person as you know. And so like, dude, even like as like a missionary, we had, kind of like quotas that we had to hit right for how many people that we talked to and uh, I started recognizing like patterns that I could portray that made me the best mm-hmm. like window cleaning so same but like at Pinterest I was like oh my goodness most people send like 100 emails a day if I send 500 I'm gonna be 5x what everybody else is yeah and that like competitive that recognition that I could do more Dude, changed everything. So I know that was kind of a rant, but it's just important because I think that's the number one reason people should start a marketing agency is like if you have that feeling in your gut that you're meant to be doing more with your life. And if that's like truly something that you feel, not that like you're trying to feel or like you're self-imposing it, but if you truly feel that you're supposed to do something more with your life, at a certain point, depending on what you want, a corporate job might be holding you back from hitting that potential, right? Spot on, spot on. And yeah, for me, man, it was like, I didn't, I didn't seek out that feeling of I need to do more. It was just there. Yeah. It was there naturally. Um, so I want to get to the second point, which honestly all these points truly weave together and they all overlap. But if you guys are in a place right now where maybe you're in a sales job like I was or in a marketing uh, position or both, whatever it is, but you don't feel like you're reaching your potential. You don't feel like you're doing all that you can as we were just talking about. 
then that's a great, re uh, great reason why you should start an agency. So for me personally, I was doing again, sales at the gym, but it was just something like I was killing it, right? Like I literally got through the first month I came in, there were like seven other salespeople. I showed them all up. They were like, what the, like this kid never even did sales before. How the hell is he showing me up? Right. It was like, it was crazy politics, the whole thing. You know how it goes, man. And, um, and after like seven months, I was like, hold on, wait a second. I'm actually good at this whole like sales communicating thing. Why don't I just go and sell for myself? It was almost like a light bulb moment, right? So if you guys are in that, in a similar position where you're doing something, but you're like, why am I building somebody else's dream when I can just go and utilize the same skill and do it for myself? It's a great reason why you should start an agency. Um, anything else to add to that? No, dude, spot on. Cool. Okay, reason number three, guys, why you should start an agency is, quite frankly, if you just want more control over your life. You know, if you're in a place right now where, you know, you're <clears throat> dictated when to go to work, where you have to go, what to wear, all these different things, you can't take a vacation, right? I know the feeling, guys. Brian and I both have been there. We might be young, but, you know, we're, we're a lot more unique than most young people in that we've had so many experiences in just, you know, the last couple of years. Um, so if you want more control over your life, an agency 100% can provide you with that. But dude, I, I think we should put a caveat on like what we mean by control because okay. dude, we were just talking about for this, like about all the things that gurus in this space preach and prey upon. And I mean like dude, a basic form of marketing is praying, literally like preying on people's primal instincts. Right. Mm -hmm. And so of course, <clears throat> if I say, Hey, here's a magic pill that can help you lose 10 pounds a day and you can eat as much pasta and pizza as you want. Mm -hmm. like, that literally preys on your primal desire to be lazy and yep. to survive. And so if somebody says, hey, Joe, did you know you can start a marketing agency and only work two hours a day and make 10 grand a month? Here's like my course to set, like to find out how. It's preying on people's instinct to be lazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, frankly, it's just not the truth. Like the definition of control for me means this, like if I'm not feeling the best that I'm feeling, I can sleep in till nine and shift my work day back. Like that's control. If yeah. I want to like break up my day so that I can go to my sister's soccer game, I can because I have complete control. doesn't necessarily mean working less. It just means you have control. Mm. I like that a lot, man. Yeah. So, Okay, so guys, the last point that we want to hit on and the last reason why you should start a digital marketing agency is, honestly, guys, it's freaking fun. Like, you get to work with other businesses. You get to help them grow. Um, you get to do really awesome stuff. And, dude, I think we could both attest to this. I mean, just purely by being in the agency space, we've had so many instances where we've made connections. We've, like, had opportunities come our way that would have never, never happened had we not entered this world. Mm -hmm. um, and quite frankly, guys, again, you get to make an impact. Like you are literally, it might not seem like it. And I've struggled with this, but I've, you know, luckily I work with, as Brian does as well with coaches to help me expand my mind and stuff. And I realized that we're making a huge impact with what we do. Like you're helping businesses grow, which means they can pay their employees more. Those employees can go and have better lives and then they can hire more employees. Like you're creating jobs. Like it, it doesn't seem like it at first, but you are. Um, so yeah, man, that's, that's what I got. Dude, can I tell a story about that? Of course. I, I think this story will resonate with some of you guys. So, dude, my very first semester at college two years ago, I uh, had to take, like, this introductory, like, freshman course little program thing, right? 
And uh, it was basically just like, you take it and it covers a credit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take it. And I remember sitting in this little class with my instructor. And I can't remember his first name. His last name was Christensen. And uh, he was a musician. And he ended up being a musician for like 20 years. And then he wanted to be a professor. And he, taught, he teaches music at the school I was at. And he was telling us, dude, all these crazy stories about like, meeting crazy famous magician magicians musicians and uh how he would meet them and like he just had crazy connections in the music space and dude it like i was so drawn to him and i remember talking to him maybe his first name will come to me his last name's christensen but uh i remember talking to him and he, he asked if we had any questions and i raised my hand and i said hey like to me because he had us write down our 10-year goals and at the time i had some pretty outrageous 10 year goals, right? Like own a million, multi-million dollar company type of stuff. And I was like, Mr. Christensen, I don't know, like, how am I ever going to meet millionaires? Like, how am I ever going to meet people at that caliber? Like they seem so untouchable. Right. And, uh, I, I just like was mind blown that he knew these crazy famous people. And, Fast forward to April 2019, I was sitting on a little transit van in the Dominican Republic and there's this guy sitting next to me. He was meditating in this little transit van and I started talking to him and he was like, yeah, my name's Eli Wild. Mm. And uh, dude, like Eli Wild, this guy's done hundreds of millions of dollars of sales for Tony Robbins. Incredible, incredible speaker. Mm-hmm. No sales, frankly, better than anybody I've ever really met. He's incredible at it. And I got a, I was like, I was lucky enough to spend the next three hours just talking to this guy. And now I consider him like a really dear friend and Mm. he's up there in terms of social status. Right. And I remember like after talking to him sitting in my room and remembering back to that time when I was sitting in a class in college telling Mr. Christensen that I thought it would be impossible to ever meet people of that caliber. And I never would have had an opportunity like that if I didn't become an entrepreneur. So I, I hope that story like resonates with some of you because dude, it's crazy how fast things can change and how radical things can become. Big time. Big time, man. Dude, we covered a lot of stuff here today. Um, so guys, yeah, those are the reasons why you shouldn't, started marketing agency and we've also talked about why you should um so yeah man anything else to add no dude um next week guys well yeah yeah next week or the week after i'm going on a cruise to the bahamas but either next week or the week after we're going to be talking about like if you do do want to start a marketing agency where you should start how to get started things to think about we're going to be diving into all that in episode number three so 100 percent All right, y'all. This has been good. See you guys in the next one. Peace.
Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Aaron from the Hyper Growth Podcast. Really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, if you got any sort of value or learned anything in today's episode, the education doesn't stop here. You can check out our exclusive Facebook group by clicking the link in the show notes or search Six Figures on LinkedIn over on Facebook. Also, we'd really appreciate any feedback or reviews on your favorite podcast listening app. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Anchor, so whichever one works best for you. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Stop.